When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. From our friends. 77 WABC. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miami. Uh, uh, South Beach. Bring the heat. Uh, <laughs> can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Jig it out. Uh, here I am in the place where I come let go In Miami, the base and the sunset low Every day like a Mardi Gras Everybody party all day, no work, all play, okay? So we sip a little something, lay the rest to spill Me and Charlie at the bar, running up a high bill Nothing less than ill, when we dress to kill Every time the ladies pass, they be like Can y'all feel me? All ages and races, real sweet faces Every different nation, Spanish, Haitian, Indian, Jamaican Black, white, Cuban, or Asian I only came for two days of playing, but every time I come, I always wind up staying. This the type of town I can spend a few days in Miami, the city that keeps the roof blazing. Will Smith, Miami. The Heat Knicks will start their second-round playoff series coming up on Sunday. Talking about Miami. <laughs> the New York Post. Now, the, the big story in today's New York Post reads, Stop the buses. Adams begs FEMA to halt border convoys. 1,300 migrants arrived in New York City just this week, and people are going, hey, Eric, baby, Eric, baby, you wanted them, you got them. Now don't start bitching now. But there's a picture on the cover of today's New York Post, which if I was still a teenager, would be hung above my bed, I can promise you that. And it reads, Perfect 10, college gymnastics sensation Livy Dunn's swimsuit issue debut, Sports Illustrated. And here is this gymnast from LSU that almost doesn't even look real. Didn't you tell me, Justin, that a lot of people thought this was like a bot and not a real person because she's that gorgeous? Yeah, it's actually a little it's a little bit ridiculous. That's a real person? Like, she comes up on my Explore page on Instagram every single day. She dominates social media. Oof. She makes, like, millions of dollars from NIL because she's a literal real-life Barbie. Yeah, she's gorgeous. And uh, she's very flexible. Shut up, Justin. Ah, 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 sorry. So the Heat will play the Knicks on Sunday, and that'll be uh, game one. We'll, we'll talk to Joe Tacopini. Not going to want to miss this. Every single television station right now is talking about Trump's lawyers questioning E. Jean Carroll. Tacopina did grill E. Jean Carroll yesterday. I will get the exclusive coming up with Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopina, coming up at 840. But the Heat Knicks get going on Sunday. First time the Knicks are in the second round of the playoffs in 10 years. Only their second second round playoff appearance in 23 years. My next guest was a magnificent player for the Heat. The CNO, my sister, my baby sister Elizabeth went to Michigan. I went to visit Lizzie many times in Ann Arbor. And when she was there, I went to a couple of football games. The quarterbacks were guys named Jim Harbaugh, Elvis Gerback, and the basketball team had guys named Loy Vaught, Sean Mills, Romeo Robinson, and the best of all, to this day, I still think the best 
college basketball tournament I've ever seen, the great Glenn Rice. And Michigan beat the local team here, P.J. Colissimo's Seton Hall basketball team, to win the championship. Then Glenn went to Miami and was a great player for the Heat. And after a great career, including a championship, alongside Shaq and Kobe with the Lakers, he was even the guy that was dealt to the Knicks for Patrick Ewing. And he's one of the nicest, best men you'll ever meet, former college and NBA superstar joining us right now before he hits the links in South Beach, my man Glenn Rice. Good morning, Glenn. Jed, how you doing, my friend? How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I'm blessed. You are. You are. How's the weather in Miami today? Absolutely perfect, man. Couldn't (laughs) pick the better day to to go out and uh, hit the links. Did you ever consider playing basketball in Michigan and even playing basketball in the NBA places like Charlotte and Houston and New York? You ever consider living any place else than Miami? I considered it, but <laughs> only for maybe like two or three minutes. And <laughs> then, I, <laughs> then I realized that, I mean, I, growing up in Michigan, I, you know, it was too many, too many harsh winters. And I, I don't like the snow any much. I don't like being cold too often. So uh, Miami is definitely at the moment the perfect place for myself. And just to prove it, you're literally about to tee off on the golf course in about 30 minutes. Now, are you in Miami or Coral Springs or where are you this morning? I'm in Miami this morning, yes. Uh, you playing with Lawrence Taylor? No, not today, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't play with Lawrence too much because he beat, beats me too often. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's good. LT and I, I talked to Lawrence, as you know, we're good friends to this day. Actually, he saved my life, but he uh, he tough, man. He can drive that ball. I'm not sure if he's good on the green. I For a long time, I already couldn't putt very well, but... He could certainly drive that golf ball. But, you know, Glenn, all those years down in Miami for me, 11 years, three different sports stations, and you would come on all the time and talk about the Heat. That was a golden era when Shaq and Wade won a championship and when LeBron came there and him, Wade, and Bosh won two championships, went to four consecutive NBA finals. But the reason why I think you love me so much was because every time you would come on, I would beg my friend Pat Riley, and he is a friend, to put your name in the rafters. <laughs> Has that happened at the American Airlines Arena yet? It hasn't, but you know what? I, you know, I always say, look, God willing to have one day. If it don't, I'm fine with it. I, I, you know, when I look back, the Miami Heat, Pat Riley, they have been so good to me. I, I have no complaints, man. I, I, every time they raise a banner up in that, that arena and, you know, the, the, with the success the Miami Heat goes through, I feel like I'm a part of it, and, and I'm fine with that. I mean, they've treated me so well. A part of it. You got there in 1990. They were nothing. You spent six years there. You were the first really big star before Morning and Hardaway and Shaq and Wade and all those guys. You're being very humble. You're a major part. You should be in the Raptors, and you still show up. You're there all the time. So the Knicks and Heat – and I was down there, and they hated me. They would say to me, hey, Sid, if you miss New York so much, there's I-95 North right there down the street. And I would show up to the Heat Arena. They'd all be wearing white T-shirts for the whiteout, and I'd wear a Carmelo jersey, a Ewing jersey, a Starks jersey. They wanted to kill me, but I got to tell you, that is a great rivalry, and we get it again on Sunday Heat and Knicks, yes. I think you'd agree, Glenn, one of the great rivalries in sport. Yes, definitely is. I remember back in the day, I 
when I was playing with other teams and we'd probably, you know, be out of the playoffs or didn't have a game, I would race back to Miami just to watch that series because it was so it was so good. It was so intense. I mean, it had everything that you loved about basketball, that New York Knicks and Miami Heat rivalry had it all and some. So it was a uh, it's good to see them getting ready to play again. I'm 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 wondering if they're gonna bring up and play uh like the old just for a few minutes because you know the the, the game in this day and age is completely different. But uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be real. No, good. you're right. I mean now they run up and down the court and they score a ton of points. But when you think of those great Heat Nick games, you know you think about Alonzo Mourning holding on to Jeff Van Gundy's leg. You know <laughs> Riley going up against Mourning and Hardo. I mean. Those games, you know, you win 88-86, right? You need Allen Houston to hit a floater over Dan Marley to win. Now that's a score at halftime. And there's some great offensive players on Sunday. Jalen Brunson for the Knicks. Jimmy Butler from Miami. He's a great offensive player. But I think you're going to see some of that physical stuff, Glenn, that has made this such a great rivalry over the last 25 years. Yeah, you're going to see a little bit of it. And and the guys that you mentioned are – you know, for their respective teams, are are great leaders for the for their teams, and uh, it's going to be some banging. I mean, <laughs> these guys aren't going to be that passive toward one another. One another, they understand the the history between the two teams, and uh, it's going to live up to it. And again, you know, every time they play New York, it almost feels like they're having an away game. So yeah. uh, it's going to fireworks, baby. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, the Heat fans are such phonies. That's why they hated me because. Almost every person, Glenn Rice, sitting in that arena came from New York. And now they moved to, you know, Coral Springs or Boca or Miami. And now they're Heat fans? Stop it. They love Patrick way before they loved Alonzo Morning. They're not fooling me. <laughs> well, I, I, I tell you what, the, the true Heat fans are great fans. And, and, yes, we do have a lot of New Yorkers who have come to South Florida and uh, have chosen to live here. And uh, some have converted over to being a Miami Heat fan. But we... We understand their true heart, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, we, we welcome them, and uh, we just got to get out here and uh, make sure we give them what they truly deserve. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I just mentioned Jeff Van Gundy, and I was down in Florida, Glenn, when his brother, Stan Van Gundy, was coaching the mm-hmm. Heat. And then uh, Shaquille O'Neal was mad because he said, listen, I signed with the Heat to play for Pat Riley, not Stan Van Gundy. So the Heat made up this whole story that Stan had a health issue with his family. They lied. I don't care what they say to this day. They lied. And the next day, Stan Van Gundy was gone, and Pat Riley was again behind the bench. And that team went on to win a championship, of course, talking about with Shaq and Wade. But after that, Stan Van Gundy, they got rid of him. They hired some guy named Eric Spolstra. And people are like, who is that? And this guy is like one of the greatest coaches ever, Glenn. Absolutely, he, I, I I truly believe that he doesn't get the uh, the credit he, he deserves. I mean, when you look at his track record, the the type of players that he has brought into Miami and rejuvenated their careers or made guys better in their career, and the, for them to buy into the uh, Miami Heat system and play well above their heads, I mean, it's as if you can't see that that's a sign of a great coach, something's wrong with you. He really is a great coach, and again, still having Pat Riley there, and he just finds a way every couple of years to reinvent that basketball team, and they do love that team in that city. I mean, I know the Dolphins have always been the team. The Dolphins have been there the longest, but, you know, the last 25, 30 years, the team that has given South Florida the most thrills far and away the Miami Heat. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of hard work goes in behind it. Uh, and it starts from the top with the Ericsons, uh, Pat Riley. They all have uh, have committed to, to having the Miami Heat be uh, a certain way. And uh, guys that buy into the system are here. And uh, when you come buy into the system and you go out there and lay your heart out, hard on the line, uh, you're going to have a tremendous opportunity for a great deal of success, and, and that's what the Miami Heat has had. Three quick ones, I'll let you go. These are all about you. Take me back, okay. Michigan Seton Hall, horrible mm-hmm. foul call. And I'm rooting for you guys, yeah. don't get me wrong, but nobody <laughs> touched Ramil. And Ramil's not even a very good free throw shooter. He's at the line. You just had the best college tournament in the history of the game. You were amazing. He's at the line with a chance to hit two free throws and make the Michigan Wolverines national champions. What is Glenn Rice thinking right then and there? Right then and there, I knew we were going to be the champions. It was earlier in that year, Ramil Robinson had an opportunity against uh, the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, free throws, same situation. Uh, he, he missed the free throws. And right away, I told him, I said, listen, you know what? Just start practicing on your free throws and uh, I guarantee you that opportunity is going to come again when we need you at the free throw line. So you got to be prepared, and that was his moment. That was his moment to propel us into uh, uh, the history books for Michigan and 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 winning our first national championship. So hmm. I had no doubt that he was going to make it. I I, I was wow. not worried at all. It's funny they talk about the Fab Five with Weber and Howard, all those guys. Those guys didn't win. They yeah. lost to North Carolina. You, you, Glenn Rice, you won. Uh, second one, you leave Miami, you go to Charlotte, then you go to the Lakers. You play a part yeah. in that Phil Jackson triangle offense. Shaquille O'Neal, yeah. Kobe Bryant, and you. You. Think about think about that. Talk about that triangle offense and playing with those two mammoth superstars, Shaq and Kobe, for Phil in Los Angeles. Yeah, no, the, the triangle offense was intriguing. I mean, you've always, uh, when you're on other teams, you've always wondered how they had such, such success in running that offense. And uh, to be able to be a part of it and be with the, the great coach, Phil Jackson, and playing with Kobe and Shaq, I mean, for me, it was, it was a thrill of a lifetime and an opportunity of a lifetime to be able to, to capture a championship and uh, man, it was, I mean, when you run that offense, there's so many ways that you can score off of that from any position. And uh, we we did it well. And, yeah. and we yeah. were able to get out there and uh, yeah. be successful. And, By the way, he ran that offense uh, here yeah. in New York, and they couldn't score. They couldn't hit the ocean from the beach. But when, <laughs> <laughs> when you have Shaq and Kobe and Rice, and last one, you spend those two years in L.A., you win a championship. And then you yeah. find out in 2000 you're being traded to New York. But not just traded to New York. You, Glenn Rice, are getting traded for Patrick Ewing. What was that like? And what was it like to come to New York? How'd the fans treat you? Because I know back then they were mad at you and they had enough. They lost to San Antonio in 99. He was slowing down Johnson, Sprewell. What was it like for you 2000 in New York as the man that replaced Patrick Ewing? Listen, (laughs) I was was thrilled to to death to be able to go and play, have an opportunity to play in New York and play for the Knicks. But then when I found out that Patrick Ewing was involved in the trade, I was like, no, come on, no. Don't, don't do that, please. <laughs> because I wanted to play with Patrick. Me and Patrick were good friends. And when I, I was like, how, do, how in the hell do I go there and replace a great legend like 
you know, Patrick Ewan, I oh God, I gotta go and be on my best behavior and uh sure enough, yeah, you know, I heard voices, you know, but that was fine because you look at the track record of what Patrick Ewing did meant for that organization. I mean, I I, I didn't mind hearing some of the yeah. complaints, but I think for the most part, I end up winning them over, not to the level of a Patrick Ewing, but they realized that I had really nothing to do with who no. was being traded. No, you played well, and we love you here. So last one, you're always great. You are great at these uh, conversations, Glenn. Uh, you got to put it on the line right now. You spent six years with the Heat. You still live in Miami. One year with New yeah. York, here with the Knicks. Series starts Sunday. Who moves on to take on either the 76ers or the Celtics, the Heat or the Knicks? Yeah, you know, even though I have a history with the Knicks, and, you know, believe me, there's no hate there, but I got to definitely say the Miami Heat. I think they're, uh, when you look at it top to bottom, they're, they're going to be a team that's a little bit better. And uh, defensively, I think we're a little stronger than what they are. But uh, success to them and just not this round. All right, fair enough. There he is, all-time great, Michigan great, and Miami Charlotte champion in Los Angeles. A big star here in New York. And I'm telling you, folks, I talked to a lot of athletes the last 30 years. I can't name anyone I like more. And I mean this. I mean this. Then Glenn Rice. So go out there and uh, have a great day on the golf course. Enjoy the series. We'll talk again very soon, Glenn. You were great. Thank you so much. Yes, sir, buddy. Please reach out, okay? All right, Paul. I love you. Thank you. Love you, too. All there right. he is. Glenn Rice, champion at Michigan. The Lakers, Heat Knicks, all that good stuff. And that's what we do for you here.